0: what brings us together so who are we we are a community of writers who are united by our passion for writing and a common challenge word improv what is word improv a writing challenge where writers write a story using a set of new words a story is broadly defined to include a tale poem skit etc there is no character minimum or limit you can learn new words and participate in word improv by following at WordSleuth on Instagram. And what is the purpose of the interview? So this is a part of a series of Past the Baton interviews where contributors to, oh, excuse me, sorry, waiting from the screen. Where contributors to the word improv challenge interview one another so that our community and audience learns about word improv writers and their work. Okay. Um, so, uh, I'm going to read your bio, um, okay, so, Consetta Otero can best be described as a coffee-addicted author in her 30s, the girl who brought Goosebumps novels to recess, but always had a yearning to be the person who wrote stories instead of reading them. Her passions led her to obtaining her BS in professional communications, became an editor and researcher a certified life and wellness coach with a niche in author coaching, and most recently, a graduate of Alex Catoni's copy posse for copywriting. She has a budding coaching business called Writers Second Sight. Consetta made her dream a reality with her debut novel, Secrets of the City of Gold, a retelling of the film, The Road to El Dorado. Why? Because she had questions that needed answering, and she wasn't resting until she wrote the story she always wanted to read. Congrats, that's a big deal. One that encases 1500s Spain, Italy, as well as the Musca, Maya, Aztec, and Incan cultures. Concetta lives in Orlando, Florida, with her husband and Disney in her backyard. I love that. When she's not (laughs) writing, she's reading or enjoying the Disney parks with her husband. To learn more about Consetta, visit, and I'm going to spell it out, author C-M-G-U-I-D-O dot C-A-R-R-D dot C-O. And that is awesome. We are off to a great start. Um, okay. So uh, yeah, it's nice to meet you in person. And i like to know if you want to uh, just start off with uh sharing the poem that you chose for the challenge and um, and just give uh, just some reason to why did you choose that poem what inspired you to write it etc sure no well first off it's a pleasure to, it's a pleasure to finally meet you I love I love chatting
1: with you you know in chat and I'm like I'm gonna love this I'm gonna love this girl I'm gonna love what, what
0: <laughs> the Bronx Yes, yes, I'm from the Bronx, yes. I'm actually, right now I'm in San Antonio for Thanksgiving, so I had to keep in mind the one hour difference, so it's 2 o'clock my time, and that could have been a very easy detail to miss, and I would have missed this interview, but yes, that's
1: great. Now, I ask because we're originally, my husband and I were originally from Long Island, New York.
0: Oh, okay, okay. We're like almost cousins, maybe.
1: Listen, I sense family. I sense family. We had a kinship.
0: <laughs> That's great. That's awesome. Yeah, I I love I love all people, but even like when I meet like New York people who branched off to different roots in other states, it's like we we're always gonna find each other somewhere. We're gonna find each other. So <laughs> I love it. I love it. I
1: love it when I meet other New Yorkers. So when I when I read that about you, I was just like, I gotta say something. I can't just I can't leave it alone.
0: <laughs> but I hear like a southern or I hear like an accent. I I wouldn't have guessed that.
1: No, I mean, all right.
0: I mean, you know
1: what? Or I mean, my... I heard something. I hear some accent. My accent is very, is very tame right now. I mean, listen, we're talking about the coffee and the firefighters with the fire and the pizza and the water. What? Up, what up, That's, strong. That's strong.
0: That's <laughs> strong. You're good. You're good.
1: Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So did you want me to, to read the the short story or? Sure. Okay. Um, gotcha. I gotta pull it up. I I guess I gotta read it off the screen. Um, let me see. It's like the one word I can't pronounce. So you're gonna have to bear with me.
0: <laughs> oh, I know what we we're talking about. Yeah, you know. I know. <laughs> we all know. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I um,
1: so I wrote the short story, and it's it's re- should I explain before or after or sure. uh, whatever you feel comfortable. Oh, I don't care. So um, I wrote the short story. So when I had met um, Vlad on Twitter, it was it was so funny. So when he had given the word prompts, um, it something struck me and I go, wait a minute, I've done this before. I've I've done this before. So and I did this, I did this in college when I was pursuing my my bachelor's in communications. Um, I I did this for I did this for a class. And it was it was the funniest thing. So all of a sudden, I I had an improv. Like improvising and mm-hmm.
0: writing, okay, okay,
1: so what my professor would have us do is that she had said, so for our for our vocab exams, we had to memorize well, one professor had us memorize all all fifty words in the, in the chapter, she wanted all fifty words memorized before the before the exam, which was insane, <laughs>
0: yeah, that is,
1: <laughs> and then I had the one professor who was cool about it, and she would divide it twenty five and twenty five and then just make longer to like extend the uh, the duration of the test right so one week would be 25 words the other week would be the other 25 words in that chapter but excuse me but this particular professor i remember she challenged us to write a short story based on the words from from the chapter so i just and you had to use them correctly right so i just remember writing up this five to six page story um with these with these words so when Vlad had said like oh well just do these six words i'm like
0: i'm on it i'm on it so it's better Uh, than 50 words right uh yeah yeah let's just (laughs) let's just i mean that's that uses a lot of brain muscle that's wow so you already had a head start with this yeah no yeah i i guess in, in such a way but i took the character
1: from the the short story that i had written it was so funny and i just said you know what i need to i need to like bring her back, right? So I had to bring Esperanza oh, yeah. back. And I just crafted this short story and just off the top of my head, and I said, and I hope this makes sense. So here we are. <laughs> she's back.
0: She's resurrected.
1: <laughs> she's She's uh, reanimated, yes. Um, okay, let's see. So there's no title, but here, here we go. We ready? We ready? Okay. Esperanza's paramour didn't mind her hippo, pato, monstrous, quip, daliophobia yep. in, <laughs> in a society where the length of words determined one's wealth, she feared her shortened verses would leave her stunted, ill-conceived and considered inept. She relied on subterfuge, masked and mirrored, attempted to learn while poring over vocabulary textbooks for hours, until her mind would accept no more. hand crammed from countless writers and rewrites, from countless writes and rewrites to commit the words to memory. Ultimately, her nerves bested her, and she withdrew, burnt out. The daughter of the wordsmith took familiarity in the shadows where she laid quiescent. Otherwise, she feared a hurly-burly from her betrothed. A scholar whose words frightened her like the strike of a hand. Her father warned her to play coy, consoled her that a flash of her smile would be enough to distract from her disappointments. Certainly, that didn't sit right with her. Her lover accepted her just as she was, she was enough with her shortened phrases that said the very thing that was needed. Esperanza didn't need to prove herself with a gigaw of words she found hard to process. Society could be cruel, beshadowed with demands to perform, and left Esperanza to curl her knees into her chest. She didn't want to be considered less though her paramour found her extended his hand to her with the sweetest of phrases that left his lips like a caress.
0: Mm. Mm i I love the the way that you ended it. Do you feel like it was like a closing to that short story, or do you feel like there's a lot more that you'll um I feel like there's there's
1: a lot more there's like at least a continuation to it, but I feel like that was enough to close it out. I feel like mm-hmm. that was enough to say for now to be continued
0: Wow, so when it comes to um you know the it's inspiration comes from so many different places people and things and so with this particular poem um there was a character that kind of kind of came back for Mm -hmm. you so like does that usually happen when you write like you you want to um there's certain characters that you want to reenact in your stories
1: ah so it depends i mean i have so you want so before i wrote secrets i had a number of of characters that i had written because i love to like develop characters so I really like to always like try to exercise that muscle, so character development, you know, and all that. So I would create these multiple characters and just save them in case I ever need to use them again. But you know, I'll do that occasionally. So characters from short stories will appear sometimes in, in other places, whether whether the short story has been recognized or not. You know, mm-hmm. so like a little like a little nod, you pay paying, paying homage.
0: Yeah, yeah. Do you find yourself um, like? Um... And also, like, within a theme of inspiration, like, are these characters sometimes influenced by, by you, yourself, like, traits that you have yourself, or even people or um, uh, historical figures, people in TV, etc. Like, hmm. That's a really good question. But I don't,
1: I don't think so. I mean, At least not that I'm aware of not consciously doing it if it's if it's something that's being you know subconsciously done like I'm not I'm not fully aware that's happening um Mm -hmm. but I I think I create the scenario before I create the character so if it's like if it's something I really want to do then I have Mm -hmm. to fit the character into that mold so then I'm crafting the character to to fit that
0: does it yeah that does uh it's almost like you're um it's almost like the um the scene or the event takes the primary lead mm-hmm. into who the characters become mm-hmm. so to make sure that event takes um uh, take uh that event actually happens yeah exactly that's very interesting um okay yeah that's pretty cool that's pretty cool cuz then, then it makes um you you then the characters become really flexible cuz it's like you they're um they're contingent on the actual situation or mm-hmm. whatever it is you know? yeah okay that's pretty cool um do you want to share a little bit more about uh, your work um your your pretty season and uh the types of work that you've done your projects uh published or unpublished um which um unpublished let's say a little bit unpublished and then you can go on about the about your published work
1: so I'm like, I'm like, what do you want to hear first?
0: <laughs> that's a really good question.
1: Thank you. That's I try really good. snap back with the good ones, you know? <laughs> um, so as far as unpublished goes, I'm actually working on something right now, a work in progress, um, because I really wanted to, I have never done, like, a good fantasy novel before. So, like, mm-hmm. with, with Fae and Elves and, you know, an entire world encasing that. So that's something I'm definitely working on right now. Um, And of course, with the levels of spice, we all love our spicy levels. (laughs) So, uh, I'm sorry, words are like leaving me right now.
0: Um, Oh, it's totally fine.
1: (laughs) So this part, I mean, now that we're back on the conversation, like falling back to inspiration, to, to inspiration, I actually was watching an anime, and it was a reverse harem It was a, yeah, reverse harem anime. And it was about you know the seven warriors who
0: guarded this this priestess. Can you define that? Because I don't follow up with anime much, so it was a reverse something anime you said. Oh, so reverse. Okay, so harem animes is usually like you have the central male character, then the
1: female, then the female characters that surround, surround is serving as the love interests, and okay, then got you have reverse harem, which is the female with the with the male. Oh,
0: character. reverse harem. Sorry, I didn't
1: hear correctly. Got it. Got it. Oh, listen, ask, ask away. Look, look, listen. All right. The I blame it on the accent. If you can't understand me, always ask again. <laughs> no, blame on the accent. I'm telling and you. I'm also
0: just wearing one AirPod because my other yeah. AirPod just fell into my coffee. So, <laughs> oh my God, what's my supposed, life?
1: What's my supposed life. to be the lifesaver has betrayed you. Oh my God, <laughs> isn't that funny? Isn't I trust my coffee to to the max until that moment? <laughs> That's so ironic in the worst way. I am so sorry. My fun. <laughs> yes.
0: Other than that, I can hear you pretty well. Yes, but you did say good. reverse harem. Sorry. Yeah, it's all good. Yes. It's all good. Um so yeah, it was it was
1: so it's like a reverse uh, reverse harem. I can't even pronounce words. I apologize. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's a reverse harem. So and it's with the warriors surrounding a priestess and obviously one is serving as love interest. And so I kind of wanted to pay homage to that. And, um, wait a minute, I'm sorry. I think my computer screen is causing glare. There we go. There we go. I was like, why am I, why can't I see? Why can't I see? This is a problem.
0: And anyway. I can see you, so that's good. But okay. you gotta see you, too. <laughs> and you gotta see me. <laughs> I can see you perfectly, yes. That's great.
1: That's great. So, um... So yeah, I wanted to pay homage to that with the pre- with the priestess and the warriors, but I wanted to take... So it's like a girl from another world type situation. So the girl, mm-hmm. tra- you know, is transported into the book world. Um, and uh, so she falls into this world and she's, ta- you know, taken in, so to speak, and has to, you know, complete this quest to summon the god and you know, all will be right with the worlds. But then you have this cast of characters that will have their own separate, you know, side stories to kind of fold into the main plot. So it's now taking a series of these, these subplots, you know, side stories and then kind of molding it into, molding it into the main one. So a lot of, a lot of research on the fantasy world with fairies and, and elves and this, this uncharted territory for me, but so far you know i'm like Mm -hmm. over ten thousand words in and i'm actually loving the journey i'm loving crafting these characters to see you know who they are and and who and who they develop into because they take on their own personalities and they're their own people and they do eventually tend to write themselves
0: so and yet so you mentioned like uncharted territory so like what um in this realm like what what makes it seem like it's um like out of your comfort zone or um or um, or is, is it like your, um, the typical route you take when, when it comes to your writing or?
1: Uh, so I'm accustomed to doing multi-character point of views, which is what, what Secrets has, Secrets has multi-character, and that's just what felt more comfortable. What wound up being two, two main points of view, which is what I had the intention of starting, you know, doing from start to finish. Um, I wound up including a third character, which is what really sealed the deal for that book. So mm-hmm. the same thing's going to wind up happening and I've already, and I'm a plotter. I am not a okay. panther. So I gotta plot my stuff out. Although I want it becoming both yeah. of them, because then I'm taking side breaths, and then and then you know maybe ADD kicks in, and I'm just like, oh wait, squirrel, oh wait, bunny, oh wait,
0: magic shard, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, because there's so many factors, so many so, things you can put in, in the puzzle pieces.
1: So many avenues to take. Um, so I have to plot it out, and I have to plot out, you know, who's who's gonna be. Leading what chapter and who's going to be you know, who's going to be the center point of that chapter and what's going to happen in that chapter and I like to plot out like at least three three main topics to hit and then what kind of happens after that is, you know, a fun for, or, or a free for all you know <laughs> it's it's whatever's going to happen.
0: Wow. So so this, this so this uh, particular it's so this is a book that you're doing right. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Uh, well, when are you uh, planning to publish it or what's the expected date?
1: I am hoping to finish it sometime within the next three months. I want to give myself that leeway. Oh, I want to- okay.
0: Yeah. Ooh, that's exciting. I, I make mean, no- you already said like you're already 10,000 words in or so, right? Yeah. yeah, that's that's a huge milestone already. No, th-
1: thank you. I mean, I kind of in a way I wanted to take part in NaNoWriMo, but I was just like, I'm not gonna be able to do it because I just... Last minute, I, I, I inserted myself into taking you know this course on brand voice to create brand voice guides. So that kind of took me out of it a little bit. That took me out of the um, that took me out of it a little bit. So I said, "All right, I gotta regroup and start again." But I think it's I think it's healthier to do it that way. Is to take those mini breaks in between. This way, I'm not burning myself mm-hmm. out with the same plot, getting bored, and ultimately abandoning the work.
0: Oh uh, yes, yes. And it takes time to, like, check in with yourself. Like, how are you doing? How's your writing process? Um, you know, like, how, how are you absorbing and digesting everything that you're putting out, you know? Exactly. Um,
1: exactly. Uh-huh. You know. You know.
0: <laughs> and, yeah, I was just, and uh, that's funny, because I was going to ask you, like, how would you describe your writing process? So you, you take many breaks in between your writing. Are are there other things that you contribute to your writing process?
1: Um so with my writing process i try to i wa- okay so i want to be linear i want to start from point a to point b but that doesn't always happen it, it doesn't always happen so i try to plot several chapters in advance because i know what i want to have happen i know what's going to be you know the center point who's going to live who's going to die who's going to you know who's going to be injured who's going to be more you know more mm-hmm. fatally wounded you know things things of that nature but mm-hmm excuse me, I, I try to take my breaks in between because I don't want to burn myself out. And I try to take that break, try to regroup, regather myself, and then go back into it to finish strong, finish the next set of chapters strong. So secrets, I didn't, I didn't get to, I didn't get to do that. It was just, it was very much, it was very much, I don't want to say a bum rush, but the process was just so quick from start to finish Mm -hmm, with that. And
0: So you felt burned out.
1: Yes, I'm going to say yes and no. I'm going to say yes and no. Because with secrets, I mean, I put myself on a schedule, worked full-time. I worked full-time in in security. And I was planning a move. My husband and I were planning a move at the time. So it was just this crazy thing. And, like, it was just such a... It was demanding, so to speak. Because who would call out? Who would get sick? Who would get this? Who would get that? So it was a very... Stop and go type deal, mm-hmm. but I had to be very disciplined because I had a goal, and if I didn't set that goal, it wasn't happening.
0: All right? Uh, so someone in the chat asked, uh, I think her the name is Poetus Love. How many books have you written?
1: Hi, Poetus. Um, I have only written, I've only published one novel so far, so and,
0: and more I've, to come, and more, yes, more, more to, to come, com-
1: <laughs> yes, yes, I've got plenty. I got plenty in the brain because this one, uh, this, this next one happening is going to be in the span of three books. It's going to be, wow. in the, yeah, it's going to be in, this. it's going to, it's going to have to be in the span of three.
0: Um, do you want to take some time now to, um, I know we've been already been discussing, uh, some of your, your work, but if you can do some of your self-promotion, um, anything that, um, uh, just things that's coming along like you already mentioned this particular book or if there's other projects that you're working on and i think you also have like a coaching business if you want to share about that sure
1: yeah let's talk about that okay so so i have a budding coaching business it's called writer second sight and it's called writer second sight because i feel every writer needs a second sight in order to gain their clarity their perspective um, and i it it sounds it sounds like a strange name right it sounds like such such a strange out there it name. did stop me
0: it did made me want to be peter like huh right a second side like what is that about mm-hmm. so because i i kept saying it so my friend
1: my friend has a small a small publishing company uh Radiant publishing house and you know he he's the one who published who published secrets so at the time he and i would bounce off each other all the time because he coached me so he coached me and then you know, whenever I, whenever I needed it. So it wasn't like a regular schedule thing with him, but it was like whenever I felt a blockade, I would go at him and be like, I'm struggling, help me out here. Like I'm bogged with research, I'm doing too much research, not enough writing, you know, X, Y, Z, one, two, three, right? So with that being said, he introduced me to a friend of his and I wound up coaching her. It, it started off as editing. And then it wound up being coaching because I saw I saw things that she didn't see. So I said, you know, this needs to be shaped up a little more. I said, You got you got a diamond in the rough. I said, because you just need to be smoothed out. You just need to be smoothed out. You need, you know, you're missing some things to make it fuller. You're missing some things to keep this relevant, fresh, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, she took into consideration and, you know, we made the changes. And it was we wound up going on a call. Over a Google Doc where her manuscript was, and we would do a chapter by chapter um, until it was done. Because I wanted to maintain her comfort level. I wanted to maintain her comfort level, and then it hit me, and I said, "Wait a minute, I'm coaching her." Because at the time, I didn't realize it. This was just me wanting to help a friend out, and I just said, "Listen, I'm I'm determined to get this done. Like I want this for you. I want I want this for you. You know, for you to have this, for you to have this published. So." You know, it was just, it was a very, it was a very raw experience because I had never, I had never coached before. Like I would give, I'd give advice, I'd give advice, but nothing like that spans an entire manuscript. Mm -hmm. So that was very interesting. And that says
0: a lot because it's, you've also probably helped her um, just uh, recognize, like to protect her voice in, in her book, Mm -hmm. in her writing you know uh, uh yeah to make sure that the that she doesn't lose her voice in her own book you know yeah.
1: so the thing with that is that there was more telling you know telling than showing and that's how i'm not going to say like i'm an expert on show don't tell but then i created what i call what i call um the stuff shell theory and it's um, i yeah all right let's let's talk about this yeah, one.
0: please unpack that
1: <laughs> so, so.
0: Okay, wait, wait, what's it called again? <laughs> the stuffed
1: shell theory. Okay. I don't know why it's called a theory. It just sounded, it, it just sounded good. It sounded, you know, great. So the stuffed shell, so you take, you take your uncooked shell, which is your scene that doesn't have a lot of description or a lot of, you know, you're telling, you're doing a lot of telling, right? I felt, I saw, I this, I that, you know, all all that, right? You have some plain, some plain dialogue going on, right? That's your plain pasta. Now you're cooking the pasta, and you're formulating things. And now when you have that shell, what does the shell need? You need your cheese. You need to stuff it with your ragot, your and your mozzarella, and your marakot, you know, all
0: that. This is where your Italian comes in. Uh-huh. very handy.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so you take your cheese, and, and that's, you know, your filler. Your filler, you know, how you're taking I felt And you're kind of drawing it out
0: Hmm.
1: her heart caught in her throat and she struggled when she looked at him you know Mm -hmm. something more than when she Mm -hmm. looked at him she choked Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. so take it Mm -hmm. and then your sauce is just you polishing it up whether it's writing or drawing Mm -hmm. it out with dialogue um and then you bake it which is your polish and then you're
0: and then you're all set you got your stuffed shelves so there's your stuff I never thought of it in in though in those ways. I almost wanna see like some like like an animated chart or some type of some type of like showing the actual plain shell and then the sausage and the sa- you know just putting it all together that's very interesting <laughs> thanks yeah. and you know and that mm-hmm. that also helps like I'm also like a visual learner so that that helps me to actually see like what is it that. Um, if I wanna, if I want my words to be more colorful, more like pop out, yeah. you know, that's so interesting.
1: Well, listen, you and I—if you want to sit afterwards, like we'll do a round of stuff shell. Yes, we can do a round of stuff shell, and I'll show you exactly what I mean. And I get it; a lot of people are visual learners. I can be that way sometimes too. So it's like I need to see things when I see. So if I if I look at a picture, I can definitely draw out the description of that picture, right? So mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm a, I'm a visual learner too. I can't just do it by by um I can't just auditor. hear Yeah, I'm not mm-hmm. thank you. I was looking for the word. I was like it's audio no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah, I'm very like hands-on and I need to see too. Mm-hmm. You know, but that's that's really awesome. Yeah, and I'm I'm sure many of the viewers now and whoever will be listening to to this video will find it helpful as well. Um yeah. Are there are there other uh, final remarks remarks you like to share? uh for the rest of today um well as far as as far as the the, like
1: the coaching business goes um if you feel that you can't start something or you need you know you need another perspective on something that's not necessarily editing or anything like that i would definitely look to invest in an author coach they'll help keep you accountable they'll help keep you motivated they'll help keep you you know and help you improve as a writer um and as far as you know secrets goes I mean if we're talking and this is like so awkward to be talking like self-promotion because it's like I hate talking about myself but this is the
0: opportunity to talk about myself so yes opportunity take it away
1: (laughs) um so as far as secrets goes um I bogged myself down on the research because I wanted to be as authentic as possible to the time period so I wanted to be as authentic as possible to the 1500s you know that's including Hernan Cortez. You know who was in search of of of, this, of gold. You know that's what he wanted. And I make mention. um, I'm sorry. I'm looking at Poetis' comment for an awesome minute. talk
0: about yourself, girl.
1: <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, I have your permission. Let's do it. Let's do it.
0: <laughs> you didn't need her permission though. You know, just saying. You are. So, you know. <laughs> I'm acknowledging, acknowledging poetess here.
1: <laughs> yes, acknowledge. <laughs> so, um, You know, so Secrets, I have to say, though, it was a lot of fun to write because it was a retelling of a movie that I loved. My dad Mm -hmm. took me to go see the film in, in 2000 when it first came out and i fell in love with the movie and it's such an obscure movie you know i feel like it's gaining more traction now than it did then but when people hear the when people hear this movie the road to el dorado they're like what movie is that i'm like well fuck, is that disney and i go no it's dreamworks they go dreamworks did that and i said yes the same people who did the prince of egypt they're like oh my god I, go,
0: yes. I had to go back and watch the trailer i completely forgot about this movie mm-hmm. really yeah, i did so once i saw yeah once i saw that you well, like a remake of, of it's like a remake of it, right? Or like a continuation of the, it, or... it's it's a remake. So I keep to the yeah, same
1: of these adventurers who are in in search of of the city of golds, but rather than like rather than in the movie, like they don't encounter nobody but one character encounters Cortez. There's one character mm-hmm. in the book who does encounter Cortez, and he has had you know this this connection with with the explorer, and you know you'll find out you know more more in the book about. Well, maybe not so much. I don't I don't do I don't do so much with Cortez in it, but I make I make mention of him because I wanted to add as many historical figures as possible. So but in doing research on the Moisca, the Aztec, the Maya, the Incan, again, I wanted to keep it as authentic and as original as possible while creating this this legendary city. You know, this. So I had to create this melting pot, including the gods and goddesses. And many of them were many of them were similar. So to create so to take all those elements and and put them into one, I mean that was just I mean, I just, so I looked at the manuscript afterwards. So I was like, okay, I did it. I did damn good. Okay, <laughs> yeah,
0: because that's like that that's there's the writing, but then also the research, and then yeah, just the awareness of like balancing it. Like you 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 have your creativity behind it, but also maintaining like the essence, like the the truth behind the history behind it.
1: And that was so important to me. How yeah. to so important to me like I really wanted to do my best to keep the history intact Mm -hmm. I couldn't just make up things I couldn't just I couldn't it wouldn't sit right with me Mm -hmm. excuse me it wouldn't sit right with me if I had just made up some stuff because first off I know there's gonna be that one person out there that's gonna be like you lied that's not Mm -hmm. what happened that's not who Mm -hmm. they are that's not who this is about and I go and I'd be like Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I wouldn't be able to sit right with that but so so, you know crafting crafting my own Eldorado was was very I'd I'd say interesting was a very surreal experience because you're taking and I wanted so much to draw from the original legend that I definitely wanted to say and I needed to draw from the original legend which is you know when when the time came for them to choose a new a new chief um they would paint him in gold and it wasn't paternal it wasn't so the Moisca had it where it wasn't the son, of, the son of the king. It was actually the nephew of the king, or the nephew of the chief. So they would paint him in gold, and then he would dip into Lake Guaravita in, pre, in pre-Columbia. in And uh, that would be it. Then he would become, I feel like there's a step after that that's, like, leaving me right now. But you
0: know more than I do. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> but, and the whole lake would turn gold. Like that was that mm-hmm. was the whole point. So the whole yeah. lake was gold and they found and when they did go to Lake Guadavita, they did find gold at the bottom of, of Lake Guadavita. So these explorers they went to the lake and they looked and they found gold at the bottom of it. So that's the legend of El Dorado. <laughs> so they call it literally this this city of golds. And gold wasn't what the explorers thought it thought it was. You know, they use it as jewelry, whereas the explorers they wanted it obviously for the riches and the wealth and wealth to them took on an entirely different meaning, which is definitely something I wanted to depict in the book, Mm. whether it was through dialogue, I think it was more so through dialogue because that was the only way that I could figure out how to do it. Mm. So Mm -hmm. a lot Mm -hmm. of it, a lot of it's dialogue based, but I know I had an an entire chapter and I think it's gotta be one of my favorites uh, dedicated to the original legend.
0: Wow. I mean, that takes a lot of, yeah, that takes a lot of effort that you put in into like uh, recreating this.
1: I forget sometimes because it's been a year since the book has been out and I haven't really I haven't really touched it since. And the sequel, the sequel, mm. it's supposed to be a sequel and it's eluding me. So I just said, <laughs> let me put it to the side for now. I can't mm. force it. That's another thing that I will say to any aspiring writer out there. Do not, do not try to force it. And mm. that's the one thing that I will always preach as a coach is never, ever, ever try to force words just for the sake of getting words on a piece of paper. It's, mm. it's not... It's, it's not worth it. You're not going to be happy. You're going to get pissed off at yourself. You're not going to like it. <laughs> so taking mm-hmm. the breaks, taking walks, staying hydrated and all that, I mean, I think is is crucial. You know, so taking those breaks is definitely necessary if you want to maintain, you know, a good
0: hold of your project, I guess, so to speak.
1: Mm-hmm. That, that makes sense, right? Am I worth am it? It does. Worth,
0: right? No, it does. Yeah, because, like, it's a... Um you know the, the creative energy like that that creative uh inspiration sometimes like inspiration can be squelched if we're just too focused on doing 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 gotta gotta make sure i'm i'm finishing this chapter or etc then it's like it doesn't become as free you know it's not it, channeled I, in the right direction
1: well that's and you are so right and there's that's one of the things that i wanted to talk about was productivity guilt a lot mm-hmm. of us the titans say so, you know, not only, so when I took my my course on life coaching, I did life coaching, holistic health coaching, and then wellness coaching. So I try to, I try to put the two together. I try to do life coaching and or the author coaching and the wellness coaching, right? Mm-hmm. So one of the things that I talk about is productivity guilt. And because we are always in the state of doing, we're always on the go. And then when we can't sit down to write and we're in this, we're in this mode where, you know... Finally, everything's done, the dishes are done, dinner's done, you know, the family's fed, you know, you finally have a moment to yourself and then what happens, you're staring at a blank screen. 45 minutes go by, nothing's written down. And then what happens, you feel guilty as hell about it, right? hmm Right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's, that's another big thing and I think we need to remind ourselves, especially as writers, that it's okay. That it's okay sometimes that if the words don't come. And then that's, but then again, that's where a lot of the times, people try to force those words just to get words down
0: yeah and then you read it the next thing you're like um this is not me exactly exactly you're looking at it like now who
1: the hell wrote that right am i right exactly
0: no you're speaking truth Mm
1: -hmm. well thank you (laughs) thank you oh thank you catherine i appreciate that we'll say yeah Um, yeah that um, needed to be said out loud yeah no and listen and and i will say it again seriously um if it don't, if it don't fit, don't. Yeah, exactly. If it doesn't, the words don't fit. No, just, just do yourself a favor. Don't do it. You're not a bad writer for not having done it. You're not a bad person for not having written for the night. You're, you're not bad. There is no such thing as a bad writer. That is another thing I wanna, mm-hmm. I wanna say. You know, say my piece, right? <laughs> Standing on my soapbox, mm-hmm. preaching, preaching it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there is no such thing as a bad writer. I think the only time when you're a bad, the only time I would say that you're a bad writer is if you, is if you give up. That's the only Mm -hmm. form of bad writing is no writing. Mm -hmm. Otherwise everyone has their own, their own, their own way to write, their own language to speak. You know, they have their, every author has their own voice. Mm -hmm. You know, there is no copycatting, there is no copycatting authors. I remember Mm -hmm. I was talking to somebody and they were like, well, I've been trying to write like this. And I said, don't, I was like, Oh my God, don't. I said, you know why? Because they don't know you. They don't know you. They need to know who you are because they're just gonna say that you're another so-and-so. I can't remember off the top of my head who they were saying they're trying to write for or write write like, but no. Mm. Just as writers, we all have our own unique voice. I know I do. And I know for a fact
0: that I'm not everyone's cup of tea. All right, and that's fine. Mm That's fine. Yeah, that's fine it's gonna happen you it's know gonna we're happen. not here to be at everyone's cup of tea that would be impossible that would be exhausting to keep Listen, to keep up
1: exactly and that's just like perfection right because we're all trying to be mm-hmm. perfect a lot of us are perfectionists out there there is no such thing you're striving for something that doesn't exist
0: wow. and you're doing so many gems out here i'm sure people are taking notes over here <laughs> I cut you off. What else were you going to say? No,
1: no, you're fine. You're fine. I was, I think somebody had said, they're like, I'm learning so much. I'm like, oh, thank God. Oh, thank God.
0: <laughs> no, seriously. Um,
1: I try. I try. You can be my chamomile. Would you like to be my Lady Grey? My Lady Earl Grey?
0: I love that. <laughs> I love that. That's cute. I, I love tea. I, I was just drinking green tea, by the way.
1: <laughs> see, I love green tea. I love, I love the energy that, that you get from it. I, I think... And I'm looking at my cabinet as if I can see it um we have we have um Earl Grey tea, and I know my husband and i we we just devoured the lady Earl Grey so and I think that's all we have is uh is uh is Earl Grey, so that's what we've been drinking lately, but I know next on my list is green because I love the caffeine that you get from it because sometimes coffee just doesn't sit right sometimes you need the tea I
0: know I know mhm. Mm-hmm. well um are there other uh other final remarks or um or we can head into closing because i i think we can go on and on you have so many gems <laughs> you can just lay it all out here <laughs> really good
1: no and i and i appreciate that no 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 um no i just wanted to say thank you thank you so much for having me on today um this has been an absolute pleasure and an honor um when I, met, when I met Vlad, I had, you know, I mean, he gave me, you know, little nuggets of, of info of what I was getting into. But sitting here chatting with you, um, this has just been amazing. And I mean, when I, even when I was chatting with you on the chat, and I was just like, I'm going to love this. I'm going to love this experience. This has definitely been such a rewarding experience. Just chatting with everybody. And, you know, especially in the chats, like, I, I've i been loving the back and forth. I was just like, you like what I have to say? Thank you. Thank you.
0: <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's part of community. I like that. It's, it's just one of the things about community. We get to learn from each other and, and, um, you know, next, the next you'll be the one interviewing. Yes. Um, do you have an idea on the actual date when you'll be interviewing the next writer?
1: I believe or maybe that's
0: still coming up.
1: No, I think that's December 7th. I think we were looking at a date of December 7th with, um, I forget her name off the top of my head. I am so, so sorry. I feel terrible. I'm terrible. No,
0: you're, you're on the, rep's on the how is it the hot seat today? So it's really easy to forget what's coming up in the next few weeks. <laughs> I literally just
1: <laughs> jumped off. So right before this, I just jumped off the last, the last coachings um, from the brand, the brand voice challenge that I just took. So I just jumped off of one call from the other and I was in, not, I, I missed out on being in, in her hot seat. So now to be in this hot seat, I was just like, Okay. Okay. (laughs) But no, this has been amazing. This has been so much fun. You're absolutely right. You and I could just go on and on all day about this, but I would, I would love to chat again.
0: That's Um, awesome.
1: More about this in the future. I would love that.
0: That's awesome. Um, So in closing, um, let me see. So uh, we encourage you to learn new words and participate in the word improv by... Following at WordSloop on Instagram, um, and if you would like to get involved in the past event and interviews, then you are welcome to DM at Wordsloop. um You can follow me at the Acceptance Journey, and also Consetta. Can you say your handle? I am at the Wordy Woman Twenty. Perfect. And, and- um, are there other uh, places that people can find you? Uh, on I'm on
1: Facebook. You feel free to add me on there. I'm at I'm on there as conseta Otero. Um, Twitter, I might I might be starting to lean away from it, but I'm also the Wordy Woman Twenty on Twitter. Um, and definitely, guys, definitely join the the Improv Challenge. Like, it's a lot of fun and it's so worth it. And you see a lot of creative, a lot of creative minds doing poetry, doing short stories, like myself. And it's just, it's such a great challenge. It definitely exercises your brain and definitely challenges you to think about those words and how to use them.
0: Perfect. Okay, well, it was a pleasure interviewing you and learning even more about you, seriously. It was such a pleasure. I I
1: love chatting with you so much and chatting with all of you in the chat today. Thank you so much, guys, for your support and your love, love for word sleuths. And I mean, definitely keep tuning in.
0: Okay, bye. Bye.